My name is Brian, and today is Friday, January 12th, 2024, and this is episode 610 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled, Sylvia! (laughs) And I'll be chatting about an encounter with Sylvia, the vicious dog, uh, dead ducks, trying to find serenity, and all lot more. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, see who is dropping in the live chat. And we will be back to those topics right away. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How we doing? I see James uh, Gingerbread Farms was in early with lots of snow. And he's headed back to bed. And he will see it on Fountain. He will catch catch the audio on Fountain. And hopefully with this in his ears, he looks down and he's streaming streaming copious amounts of sats and hitting the boost every so often. Uh, that is... That is my dream. Uh, Rewild their life. Good morning. Lots of snow expected here. Uh, also in Michigan, Dixon, Chris Dixon. Good morning. The Dixon way. How we doing? And uh, how's the weather up there? Up there, way up north above the border. Um, he says the thermometers are equalized this morning. I don't think that's ever a good thing. I don't think that's ever a good thing. That's That's too cold. That's too cold. Oh, Friday, Friday. Um, it is Friday. It is Friday. We made it to Friday. I think this is the first full Friday of the year. Uh, first full Friday in a while for uh, for most folks with the, the Christmas holiday, the New Year's holiday, vacation, uh, using vacation up, things like that. It is the first full week of the year. And uh, how's it going? How's it going? Did you make it to Friday? Are you going to make it through Friday? <laughs> uh, what's in the cup today? I got uh, more breakfast blend. Breakfast blend is fantastic. I uh, just got a message from Coffee Guy last night, and um, and I uh, I haven't really dug into it all that much yet, but it looks like there is uh, there has to be a price increase. A little price increase for uh, for off the off the site off the site coffee at food forest farms so it's even more of a benefit now to join the c4 club and uh save a bunch of money save a bunch of money on your monthly coffee to get the best quality product at the best price that i've seen anywhere for for the quality product that he puts out uh the the value he brings to the c4 club and yeah price on coffee went up price on c4 membership did not so he is he is uh, holding out, and he always holds out to the last minute to do any sort of increase to his club members' prices. So, if you like coffee and you like premium coffee, and you uh, and you want to get it at a fantastic price, uh, I saw some pictures in the in the post that he sent me last night, and it looks like he was out price checking, price checking organic, uh, organic fair trade coffee. I couldn't remember what the the label said off the top of my head here, but he was out spot checking prices and uh, 20, I think they were selling 10 ounce bags. I told you a while back that, you know, companies have gone away from the sticker shock of, of uh, selling full pounds anymore. And they, they put, put bags on the shelf that are 10 ounces 
eight ounces and then their prices look better. Their overall prices look better. Their price per pound, their price per ounce is uh, is absolutely skyrocketing. And they are using shrinkflation to change that. Change change the quantity we sell so our prices look better, even though the prices still went up. I think it was at $28 a pound um, off the shelf grocery store organic beans. Um, I will uh, I'll have to dig in more on that going into next week. But man, he's got 48 spots left in the C4 club and it's way more than just coffee. You'll have to uh, you'll have to stick around. I will start talking next week about uh, about all the new benefits that he's rolling out into that program. It is it is fantastic. So I highly recommend it. I'm sorry about the bouncing here. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Um, the wind here, guys, is freaky, um, very, very, very strong right now. And, uh, it's, it's spotty rain and rain showers. So if I start cutting out, I apologize The the cloud cover might end up getting thick and blocking out my internet signal. But anyway, C4, check it out. Um, foodforestfarms.com. Check it out. You can grab uh, 5% off with LOTS5, L-O-T-S-5. Get you 5% off and gets me a kickback. And if you want to full, pay full price, if you want to smart, support a small artisan uh, and you want to pay full price, just mention my name. That helps me out. That helps me out. That gets me a little commission. Brian is a sponsor of the show and he also, uh, he also pays me commission on coffee sales. So the more you pay, the more I make. You don't have to use the code, but be sure you mention my name because that's how he knows that he came that you came from the show. So I appreciate it. And uh, Breakfast Blend, fantastic. Morning, Hunter. How we doing? And K-Bonk. How we doing? Hunter hanging down, hanging uh, out over on Twitch, holding down the fort. Do you ever have any friends over there on Twitch, uh, Hunter? I am. Uh... I should probably check out Twitch. I should probably pull up Twitch and look at what my uh, what my stats are over there. I appreciate. I probably have one one view on every show over on Twitch, and it, it's Hunter hanging out in the morning with us. I appreciate it every day. Uh, and K Bonk, like I said, hanging out. Good morning. Good morning. Um. So, <coughs> yeah, the title of the. The title of the the show today, Sylvia, Sylvia. I don't think I've ever told you guys about Sylvia that um, that lives down the road here from us. Whew. Yeah, it's kind of traumatic. It is kind of traumatic. Good morning, Pip. How are we doing? Good morning and happy day that ends in Y to all my fellow humans. Uh, <laughs> Pip says, Sylvia... No, that uh, the light bulb company. That's Sylvania. That's Sylvania. That is not Sylvia. Um, we've had uh, we've had a couple of run-ins with Sylvia over the the time we've been here in Tennessee. Uh, I'll kind of take you through. How about I take you through our interactions on our dog walks every day? So Corey and I, Corey and I take the dogs on the walk every morning after the show. It takes about. Um, it takes about. Uh, it takes about a half an hour ish if we go on our full walk and basically it's an out and back down our road the road that we we stay on here it's right out in front probably 30 20 yards from uh from me right now uh and <laughs> dixon asks if sylvia is a car maybe 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 uh and so 
so we walk down the road. Uh, I've told you about the 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 fear that we have of the cars. There's no shoulder. There's uh, the road is very. Um, is Corey behind me? No, <laughs> that's my jacket. <laughs> That's my jacket. Um, you know, so we're worried about the cars. We're always watching about cars. And we have some animals that we we interact with on a regular basis. Um, we we run into deadfall or deadfall, dead uh, roadkill. That's not that's not a big problem. The dogs do like to sniff it though and get very interested in it. Uh, we've run across uh, armadillos, rabbits, uh, deer, all sorts of things on our walk. Uh, the other, the other animal that we run into routinely is a dog down the road that, um, man, it is a top. It's a rough looking dog. This dog, I told Corey the other day when it came out, it looks like Yoda. Um, it's got like when it runs out, it's the dog is like probably 40 pounds, 50. What do you think, Corey? 50 pounds on that trailer dog? 50 pounds trailer dog is what we call it because it, it's a trailer that it always comes out of. Um, it's about 50 pounds. It, it's got the, it's got a little tiny head and its ears stick like straight out to the side and it's all mangy and it, it absolutely barks. It barks and barks and barks and barks and barks. Sometimes it's on a cable. Sometimes it's running free. It won't get close enough to the, our dogs. I think it's scared absolutely shitless of our dogs, which I don't blame it. Um, but it just incessantly barks and gets our dogs all wound up. Sometimes it's out by itself. Sometimes the owner hears it and comes and grabs it. But it is just a, um, it's it's uh, it's just a, um, a an annoyance, an annoyance. Let's say. For about three weeks or two weeks, it, there was no dog there, and it was absolutely the most blissful walks of our uh, of our time here. And uh, now it's back, so we deal with that. Uh, as we walk down the road, there's a several there's several different types of houses, and one there's this really big old farmhouse that's there. A bunch of people live there, and uh, always very nice people. They they wave, um, they say hi, and there's dogs there. There's dogs there. Um, one thing about Tennessee, there's a bunch of strays around here and there was a dog that was hanging out there for quite a while. Corey nicknamed her black beauty. Uh, she was a, a pit pit mix maybe that, uh, just wandered free. I don't think that it was their dog. I think it might've just hung out at their house. Um, but it always was around. It was always very nice. It never kind of, it, it always kept its distance from us, never bothered us at all. Um, but they also have chihuahuas there. And these chihuahuas, I mean, they have little man syndrome. They they definitely have little man syndrome. Uh, I was under the impression that they had two, two-ish. Every once in a while, they would bark. They would be out. But they were very, the owners were very skittish about their dogs being around us. So we've seen them a few times, a few different times. Dixon says, is this Tim House? No, there was only four, I think, total when we uh, when we figured it out. I think there's only four, not like 12. Um, but yes, Tim's house for sure. Well, anyway, the other evening we were walking and it was it was uh, it was it was getting right around dusk. It was darkish. Um, we had passed the house. We were walking along. It was nice and quiet out. It was a beautiful evening. The dogs are just minding their own business. And all of a sudden. 
I am scared shitless. And Corey said that it scared her. There is a lady screaming at the top of her lungs. And this is not the first time I've heard her scream at her dogs. But out of the blue, after we're already past the house, she is screaming at the top of her lungs, Sylvia! And it made me literally jump. I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm always listening for cars coming behind me, uh, other animals, everything like that. And it was just quiet and peaceful. And out of the blue comes this screeching old lady screaming, Sylvia. And so Corey and I and all three dogs, <laughs> that's exactly Stella. <laughs> Stella is what I was thinking. Actually, it sounded more like if you've ever uh, if you've ever seen Euro Trip, um, it's uh, yeah, like a late 90s, early 2000s comedy um, at the beginning the kids the main character's girlfriend breaks up with him and he says fiona and it sounded exactly like that dixon says adrian yeah i mean there is definitely classic screaming going on but she's running out the front door of the house with a cigarette in one hand and on the phone in the other the front door is wide open and i'm like what is she screaming at and I'm looking at her, and all of a sudden, I glance down at the at the front yard, and here comes, tearing across the yard, four chihuahuas. Well, it took me a while to actually see them all, but turns out there was four chihuahuas flying across the yard, and they would get within about 20 yards of us and do a loop and circle back towards her and then charge us again. And she is screaming at the top of her lungs, like these dogs are going to come and chase us down the road. Her yelling literally made me jump. And then I chuckled <laughs> because it was just a bunch of little chihuahuas running around the yard. It was, um, it was interesting. It was interesting for sure. Dixon says the Mexican cartel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty intense. What I figured out happened was um, uh, uh, Sylvia's mom was probably on the phone and decided she needed to step out on the big uh, farmhouse front porch for a smoke and didn't shut the door. And uh, Sylvia and her cohorts came screaming out the door. So that was an interesting interaction. The dogs freaked out. Nobody nobody bothered anything like if she hadn't have been screaming at the top of her lungs coming out the door. Like, I don't think we would have ever known anything was going on behind us. Like it was that quiet. <sighs> yeah. Some people, some people, Sylvia. Oh, Sylvia. Oh, hopefully, hopefully she doesn't attack me and uh, scratch my ankle at some point. Good morning, Cormac. How we doing? How's it going uh, over across the pond? You guys, uh, you guys getting any uh, abnormal weather over there? Because we're about ready to get smoked with uh, smoked with some cold, and that's next on my list is the cold prep from yesterday. Um, getting things ready, getting things ready. The uh, the weather forecast keeps changing a little bit. Uh, at one point I saw some really low single digit overnights, uh, and no above freezing for three days. Uh, right now it's kind of changed to one of the single digit overnights, uh, has gone. It's, uh, it's up to 11 degrees, but our, our low, um, 
would be Tuesday night overnight into Wednesday. We're gonna hit net, we're gonna hit six degrees, so that's pretty significant cold here in the in the trailer. But luckily, the next day she comes up above freezing. That's my biggest concern is not necessarily the the low temperatures. It is the the following day's high temperatures. And it looks like on Sunday, we start going down. The high on Sunday is 30. So uh, I guess Saturday night is when we uh, when we break the freezing point And then we don't come back above until Wednesday. Barely come above at 34. And then Thursday, we'll be back up to 42. Whew. That's going to be a ride. That's going to be a ride. So yesterday I did some prep. I did a, a, a double load of uh, firewood out from Jamie's uh, uh, at off-grid ping. I headed out twice this week and grabbed larger loads of wood um, both times. So we're, we're stocked up a little bit extra on wood. Yesterday, I um, yesterday actually, he, he sharpened all my chains. Um, I did the chainsaw maintenance the other day, so make sure that doesn't uh, that doesn't kick out today, tomorrow, and Sunday. I'll be uh, I'll be prepping a lot of that wood. Usually, I only do a, a day or two ahead of time. I think I'm probably going to do the whole stack or uh, as, as much as much as possible um, before the cold. I don't really mind going out in the cold, especially when I'm working like that. But man, I don't want to dick around with fixing a saw or something like that. Um, so it'll be nice to just have it ready. So that's, uh, three or four days solid of running, um, running the, running the saw, um, uh, running the, excuse me, running the stove full time. Uh, I also got the, the, the toilet changed out. That would be a really, I think it was, uh, maybe a day early, but, uh, now that we're changed out, we'll, we can ride through this cold snap and not have to worry about changing the toilet outside. Also climbed under the trailer. Uh, we were starting to have issues with the vent again. And I assume that I didn't get it all emptied the last time I emptied the or emptied the water, the condensation buildup out of the, the toilet vent hose. So I got under there yesterday, broke it open. And yeah, there was a little bit in there. And I, and I, I went the extra mile this time and um, kind of, made sure I, I I jostled all the low points and drained it all out uh, and it sounded a lot better. It sounded a lot better just um, the flow of air. So hopefully that's all fixed up. Uh, work on the skirting a little bit, getting that tight and tightened back down. It, it, it kind of blown around in the wind here a few days and uh, got shuffled around. We also had been in and out of the skirting a little bit on the one side. So just buttoning everything up, and and that was yesterday. I I, I did some some cold prep, uh, doing it a bunch of days and uh, ahead of time. Like I think there's going to be a mad rush Saturday around here to make this happen to uh, to make everything okay, or maybe they just don't even notice that it's coming. Uh, I do, <laughs> I do for sure. Uh, and it looks like tonight is this tonight. Um, no, not tonight. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, it looks like we might get three inches of snow. We might get three inches of snow here in Tennessee. That would be interesting. Uh, I'm not too concerned about it, but I think the people around here are like, we don't do snow. 
So that'll be interesting to experience. <laughs> I'm hopefully, uh, I hopefully, I don't think I have to leave uh, as of right now. Um, other than today, today I got to go do laundry and grocery and all that. I didn't do it yesterday because it was nice out. And I would rather, uh, rather go get wood and things like that when it was nice out. Hey, good morning, Pickle Pete. It's 4.20 in the morning out in, uh, out on the West coast. And he's, he's waking up just to, uh, just to get faded. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Jim late. What'd you do over sleep? Forget to forget your Mucinex and uh, and have to hang out in the in the loo a little too long. I know I know it's tough for you old folks uh, in the morning sometime to get yourself up and going. Um, good morning, good morning, Jim. Thanks for hanging out. Dixon says it's always four twenty at Pickle Pete's Pad. <laughs> good morning, good morning. <laughs> Wake it up, spark it up, wake it up, spark it up. <laughs> Bye, Jim. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> oh, so cold weather prep went well. Uh, and then Saturday, I'm going to really give the stove a good once over. We'll clean out the, the stove pipe and the, the stove pipe cap screen and uh, all the vents and screens and everything get everything um everything cleaned up because it looks like man saturday night saturday evening will probably uh kick off a fire and i don't think it will will end up running it straight through until holy crap goes back down below freezing again oh that's not good that's not good <laughs> we'll run it all week We'll run it all week. Jim says, wait, I have to start over. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so stove's going to be running. Stove is going to be running for sure for uh, for about a week straight. So we'll get uh, we'll get everything cleaned up. <laughs> KVOC, I think that might be a T-shirt idea if it's not out there already. Uh, the show or the, the store Forever 21. You know, so that like teeny store, maybe, maybe teenage girl, or I don't know why forever 21. Is it for 21 year olds or is it for like 14 year olds? Um, forever 420, forever 420, and Jim drops in, uh, it's 420 somewhere. <laughs> my favorite one was always my favorite t shirt, always was the, the military guy standing there with a smoke, and it says, it's 1619. Got a minute. And people would look at you like, huh? First, if they didn't know the, the connotation of the 420. And second, if they can't read military time, that is like a double encrypted message. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, that was cold prep yesterday. I think I think we are set. I think we are. Um, we're pretty resilient um, when it comes to things like that. And uh, as long as shit doesn't go super sideways, oh yeah, and we're gonna probably pack in the water for uh, for a few days there, definitely, definitely for this cold snap. And then I'm gonna have to keep an eye on the rest of the week and see where it's going uh, with temperatures. As the the forecast moves on and moves closer to the day, the temperatures keep coming up. So I don't know if that was a um, 
if that's just an anomaly in the change in the forecast or if they just they just like to predict extra extra extreme and then come back to reality as it gets closer so i don't know i don't know it's tough it's tough when you're uh, you're planning and you can't really we can't really plan on what's actually going to happen and you're always second guessing every every piece of information you get holy crap the camera is shaking because of the wind that's pretty crazy so prepare as it's going to be the day after tomorrow and um be a quick freeze be a quick freeze but i don't um i don't i don't envy the folks up in canada i saw i saw somebody i think tim toolman tim posted looking for a negative 43 or something air temp not wind chill and i was like yeah that's nuts no that was that would have been extreme for Minnesota. I don't think I ever saw negative forty three. I think the coldest I ever saw in Minnesota. Um, I know I had a negative thirty one in my work van when I was out working. That was after they canceled the day before because it was negative thirty five, four degrees. You know, it was on its way up though. It was on its way up. So I saw negative 31 working um, outside. So that was unfortunate. But I think that negative 35 was probably the coldest I ever saw air temp. Rewild Their Life says, I think the coldest we ever got was negative 38 and we lost our peach trees. Weird. Um, I I am surprised that uh, way up there in Michigan that peach trees do all right. Are they, uh, are they hybrid? Are they... Uh, cultivated there i know minnesota the university of minnesota was huge on cultivating apples and pears that were suitable for uh zone zone four and three so mm, i don't know i don't know they can do amazing things they can do amazing things with biology um so yeah final checks around the camper just just uh batting ideas back and forth with Corey constantly she's probably sick of me asking her what else do we have to do before it gets cold what else does we have to do before it gets cold but i don't want to be here when it's six degrees and go oh shit forgot <laughs> and we don't really have a standard uh it's going to be six degrees um checklist so um Oh, she, uh, they do, they do well because the lake keeps the heat in, but that was, yeah. Okay. Okay. I got it. Got it. Got it. Dixon says the wind chill is rated at minus 58 this morning. Shit just breaks at these temps. Yes. Yes. Shit breaks at, uh, at those temperatures. It's, um, it's the curse of the petroleum tech. And I've talked about it before, <coughs> man, we were so busy when it was at the extremes and minnesota that's the worst part about minnesota is it would be this cold it would be negative 20 it would be negative 30 and shit would break left and right because it was too cold and then in the summer it would be 102 degrees and an 85 percent humidity and things just broke because it got hot like seriously you I don't understand how the stuff doesn't break constantly in Arizona um, and places like that where it's it's more extreme heat. But things just didn't work right in the summer and the winter, especially shit would just break. 
Um, hey, Chris, you guys got DEF up there, don't you? DEF. Do they sell that at the pump or only inside? And how do you guys keep that? Um, how do you keep that liquid all year? Because that stuff, um, that stuff freezes at 12 degrees Fahrenheit, positive 12 degrees Fahrenheit. Interesting. Interesting. I know we, uh, we would shut the def off even with insulation, insulation. Wow. Thunder and the thunder rolls. Okay. Garth, don't hit me with a, uh, hit me with a copyright, but, um, <laughs> Clyde is a little scared of the thunder. He came check to make sure everybody was all right. We would shut the def off when it would, uh, even with insulated blankets around the dispenser on all the piping, heat trace on the piping, heaters in the cabinet with all the def equipment, we would shut it off when it would get to, uh, I don't know, maybe negative 15. We would, um, rewild their life says hubby plugs in his truck. Yeah. Um, but is that, does that heat the def tank too? Do have they converted those? Because I know, um, I know someone that uh, worked for an electric, electrician there that had a, a diesel truck with a def tank, and the def tank wasn't on the, the, the tank heater or the block heater. So, yeah, that stuff, that stuff, and when it freezes, that stuff does not, um, it does not unfreeze. He doesn't have def. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Keep it that way. Dixon says def stops working at 12. Yeah, it's because it freezes. <laughs> but you still need it for the truck. <laughs> you still need it to run the truck if it needs it, if it's required. I don't know. I don't know. But we uh, they went to only inside sales if it got below like negative 15 uh, because the heaters and the insulation, everything just couldn't keep up. And that's what you get when you get a gas dispenser company that's based in North Carolina making equipment uh, and not running through the motions of trying to deal with negative temperatures. Anybody have a body for a 2004 F-350? <laughs> Chris says he's not deaf enough to need it. Is that like deaf jam? Def comedy jam. <laughs> Sorry about the bouncing, guys. This is um, this is interesting. This is interesting. We got a very very large weather event going on outside, and it's just uh, it's nice and cozy in here. So, um, anyway, anyway, let's move on down this list. Uh, when I went out to check wood at Jamie's house or Jamie's uh, homestead out there, off grid ping. If you haven't liked his channel, gone over to his YouTube and all his socials and checked him out. I, uh, I do encourage it. And while you're at his YouTube channel, definitely check out that uh, Homestead Apprentice um, Homestead Apprentice uh, video application that he has there. And uh, like and subscribe and, and check it out. Hopefully he makes it on the show into the contest and uh, and hopefully wins. I, I think the guy's got a heck of a chance. He is a he is an absolute um, he's a hard worker. He, uh, he, he sets his mind to things and gets it done, but we were hanging out there talking. I got to meet, uh, meet another one of his neighbors and we were talking and the neighbor's kids went down to check on Jamie's ducks and all of a sudden came running back up and unfortunate, unfortunate, um, 
lesson in homesteading yesterday, all of his ducks were dead in his coop, were dead in their house. Uh, it appeared a weasel or something had made its way into the duck coop and piled them up. Piled them up. Just ripped out their throats or their their heads off or I didn't get a, a real good peek in there. But yeah, just a pile of dead ducks right there in the coop. So that was unfortunate. But it did spur a conversation on um, what he could do with the area uh, that the ducks now were were vacant. Um, whether he wanted to go and do some meat ducks, if he wanted to do some laying ducks, uh, a little of both or what uh, what his plans were. It's a it's a clean slate at this point. Also troubleshooting how to keep them a little safer. And it was a good, it was a good, uh, it was a good um, brainstorming session. And a lot of information got exchanged. Uh, both him and the neighbor are, are setting up homesteads. They're trying to be more self-sufficient. They're trying to provide for themselves. They just got done doing a, a batch of meat birds, uh, meat chickens together. So they're learning. And I realized talking to them all the skills I've I've acquired through homesteading, through research, through doing it, through making mistakes, um, through losing things and realizing why it happened. Uh, and as they kept asking me questions, I was like, huh, I do have some ideas. I do have some knowledge on this shit. Uh, it been away from it for long enough. You know, once we once we flipped the switch on the fact that we were leaving and retrofitting the camper and preparing the house to try to get it sold and getting rid of the animals. It's now been like a couple of years since I've really focused on homesteading, uh, gardening, raising animals other than these enormous dogs we have. And it really, it really escapes me the things that I can help people with. And it felt good. It felt good to, to, to share that knowledge, uh, to answer questions. I'm not an expert by any means. I'm not saying that. But uh, man, when people have basic questions and you've been through it, you've looked into it, you've researched it from all points of view, and then you've experienced it and uh, gone through the motions, you really have a lot of uh, a lot of value to bring them. So that was good. It was kind of a little um, a little boost to my confidence in the fact that I still I still got it. I still got it. Um, talking about uh, sales. Uh, places to look for customers and different techniques and raising animals and things like that. And it, it was a great conversation and I, I really enjoyed it. So out of death, out of death comes, uh, comes life and it's a big full circle. So I apologize. Uh, I, I feel bad that he lost his ducks. Um, it's going to save him some, it's going to save him some, uh, some money with the feed and things right now as, um, as they're not laying, they were just kind of consuming feed and not doing a whole lot right now. So, uh, yeah, I think moving forward, we'll make a little plan. And uh, he's excited to possibly do some some peakings and get some meat out of them, maybe some Muscovies and uh, some laying ducks. And he's got lots. Um, he has lots and lots of uh, space down there and a perfect setup for ducks. It's it's absolutely beautiful. So excited to to help him move forward with that and figure it out and uh, and get them get them a little more secured and uh, productive so uh, uh rewilder life says we're always learning i feel like we're never experts i don't think so i that's what i i don't think we're experts ever 
Um, I that's why I look at cryptocurrency. <laughs> I'm not Guy Swan. I'm not. I don't know what Jack Spearco does. I don't know what um, what a lot of the the crypto gurus know. Uh, but I I do know that I taught myself how to buy it. I do know that I've I've gone through multiple iterations of wallets. Uh, technologies, shifting technologies, emerging technologies, things that have worked and things that haven't, uh, things that are still going and things that fell on their face. And I'm always looking at new things. So if you know zero, I can help you. <laughs> if you know, uh, if you know enough that you, uh, you need help and you ask, I also know enough that if I can help you or not. Uh, maybe we're at the same stage in in our learning, and I need to help you find someone else that that knows better. Because there are people that I learn from, the people that I ask questions, and I think I, I have a good bridge to I think I have a good bridge to help people that are starting understand things. It's always why my companies wanted me to train people, and always and I hated training people, but I was I was. I had a way with expressing the technical to people that haven't aren't experienced explaining technical concepts in, in layman language and things like that. Um, and it's important when you're, you're learning a new thing, basically when you're learning a new skill, uh, I don't care if it's Bitcoin or, or machine maintenance or anything, you're also learning a new language and that's, that's, I think, the key to helping people understand things when they're we're, they're 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 beginning. They're beginning is um, is really that language barrier, the terminology, the the processes, and it being able to explain them in in concepts and terms they understand is is key. Is very key for a beginner. That's what I can do. Um, yeah, I don't really ever claim to be an expert at much. <laughs> I know I know a lot about I know a little about a lot and I'm willing to share it. So that was cool. That was cool. It was a great chat. Um yeah, I'm excited to watch Jamie's Jamie's place flourish and if uh as his stuff as his stuff grows and um yeah, it's like a rising rising tide because with Tim's property back there, uh, getting camp going there, Jamie wants to install some uh, some higher end stuff at his place, possibly a yurt, some uh, maybe some platform tents, and uh, he's more than all in and willing to uh, to act as a, a pseudo camp host uh, at Tim's, and it, it is pretty much perfect setup. So I appreciate every day the fact that I met him, uh, that I get to interact with him, and he's so uh, he's so welcoming, and the fact that he's kind of melded right into our community is fantastic. So Jamie, man, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate the the firewood. I appreciate the the, the source to purchase eggs, uh, the chain sharpening, all of it. So thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And um, we'll get you going. We'll get you. We'll get you solid there, man. Uh, what else do we have on the list here? Oh. Couple things. I got a, I got a bunch of stuff on the list, but a uh, couple things I want to make sure I hit. So yesterday I woke up in the morning, and you know I, I kind of wake up with the dog. The dogs kind of wake you up a little bit. Uh, Corey getting up and getting ready, um, getting ready to uh, get the dogs out, making her tea, and there's a there's a little 
uh, a little buffer period in there in the time that she's using the teapot and the time that it's done and I can get up and use it and we're not in our way in each other's way. And so I just kind of lay in bed and, and check my messages from the night, check emails and things like that. And so yesterday morning I had um, a cash app notification. K-Bong says he likes Jamie's channel, by the way. Awesome. I appreciate you checking it out, man. And uh, Jamie does put great content up. He's got a lot of cool stuff and he's done some awesome stuff. So I encourage everybody to check it out. Off Grid Ping. Off. O-F-F-G-R-I-D-P-I-N-G. Like the golf clubs. Like golf clubs. So um, anyway, I woke up and I had a cash app notification. I was like, oh, who the fuck paid me and why? <laughs> like I use cash app. Um when I have to, when, uh, when somebody wants to pay with it, um, I don't necessarily promote it or push it or, and I don't recall sending anybody uh, a request for payment. I didn't recall, um, talking to anybody about receiving payment. I was like, Oh, maybe somebody just decided to send me some money. And so I, I'm half asleep still. And I, I pull the menu bar down and I click the thing and it said something to the effect of, uh, LaQuisha requested $70 from you. And I'm like, wait, who, what, who? And so I open it up and it says, we're sleeping. I'm sleeping in my car. I'm homeless and I have a kid and it's getting cold. I need $70 for a hotel room. I'm like, who, what? So I just, I happened to just close it. I was like, oh, okay, no, no. <laughs> and uh, and so then this morning I was sitting here doing show prep and I got a notification from uh, from Cash App that says, you still have a pending, you still have a pending uh, payment request from LaQuisha for $70. Do you want to accept it or deny it? And I'm like, well, the fact I haven't paid it yet might be a clue, but oh, what is this? Like, why? Why is this okay? People just randomly sending out um, uh, money requests on these things. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody pays them. Does somebody pay these things? I know that, like, I've I've contemplated. I see these guys uh, do TikToks and things where they're like, hey, uh, having a rough time. If you could just uh, cash at me a dollar. If everybody cash at me a dollar and i was thinking to myself you know i've had um <laughs> jim says oh here's a hundred dollars get yourself a meal too <laughs> yeah i need somebody to give me a hundred dollars on venmo or a cash app <laughs> dixon asks if i got a random bitcoin invite jesus i get random bitcoin invoices all the time um i get uh i get i get uh, micro payments in a lot of my lightning addresses uh, that are tied to different things that are just um advertisements i don't even read them i just collect the, i just stack the sats man just st just stack the um stack the sats <laughs> oh man so i don't know 
I don't know. And Rachel says she sent $10, $10 but it bitter. Uh, Rachel was kind enough to hit me with a super chat the other day uh, on the morning show. And uh, it sent her bank for a it, it sent her bank for a tailspin. <laughs> like locked her shit down uh, because she was trying to support the show. K-Bong says, oh, my God, the one sat guy or girl is nuts. Yeah, I mean, but think about it. If they send you five one sat messages a day and um, every day for a year, so that's five, what is that, like uh, 1,800 sats? 1,800 sats a year? If if you if we if we hit the parity of one million dollar Bitcoin, I mean you like made eighteen hundred bucks that year for nothing, just doing nothing, just letting it accumulate. What do you what do you think I was giving out on Fridays? <laughs> what, what do you think I was giving out on Fridays, guys? <laughs> it was the it was the one sat spam? Uh, <laughs> I don't. Hunter says, I don't think I can even send bits here on Twitch. What the hell is a bit on Twitch? Is that like a, is that like zapping? Is that like fake Bitcoin on Twitch? Rewilder Life says, I need a thousand folks to send me a dollar a week. I need, I need 10,000 folks to send me a dollar a day. Uh, Hunter, I, I don't know if I have to set that up. I, I honestly, I honestly, um, have been on Twitch. I, I can probably count on one hand, maybe two hands, the amount of time I've spent on Twitch. So it, it probably needs to be set up. I don't know. I signed up for an account when I had, um, when I had a, uh, extra spot on my stream yard and it was like oh you can link twitch uh seamlessly so i went and i literally made a profile a username and uploaded some um cover art or whatever and put a description in and that's about it so i don't know i don't know rewild their life says tell my boss where to stick it Hunter says he's the only one on Twitch. It's probably because I don't promote it at all. At all, man. I, I just, I don't know anything about it. Is that, it's a gamer streaming platform originally, isn't it? Um, I know, I know I listened to a terrestrial radio show that um, got, uh, got canceled, uh, like um, woke canceled, and they moved their show onto Twitch and then they got canceled there and then they moved it on to YouTube and I think it's still on YouTube, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, anyway, those are the ducks and the cash app, uh, my random cash app request. Um, the, the daily stoic, uh, really enjoying that still. I, uh, I got it here. Uh, I was talking yesterday about uh, the change in my reading instantly when I grabbed this book. Um, the way it's set up is daily. There is an original quote uh, from Epictetus, from Marcus Aurelius, from Seneca, uh, and it's in the original text. Uh, so it's 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 hard. I don't want to say it's hard to read. It's just it's different than everyday English. Um, it's translation, obviously. I'm not reading it in Greek or whatever it was written in, um, Latin, 
hundred different languages, but um, really digesting it, uh, reading a sentence a couple times, moving on, reading the whole thing, going back and reading the whole thing again, uh, breaking it down, uh, looking up words that I'm I'm not quite sure. I uh, could probably figure out what they mean, but actually just just diving um, the uh, just diving in and um, assuming like I just I just open my phone and, and Google the word, but really changing the way I'm reading things. And then below the original text is uh, Ryan Holiday or whoever he had writes a synopsis of that passage. Uh, I've read, I read that multiple times and then I read the whole thing again. I think, I think in the morning when I first read the passage for the day, I'm reading that page probably four to eight times, four to eight times, I imagine. Um, and then I try to pick it up at least two or three times during the day and read it once. Uh, and then once to twice before I go to bed now. So I'm reading one page out of a book, probably seven to eight times and really in depth reading it. And it's not a lot of text. It's not like if I read it and just read it the way I, I read like a normal novel, it would take me like 30 seconds to do it. And I'm probably spending a good 10 to 15 minutes digesting it. And it feels good. I mean, it feels good to just stop and, and contemplate things like that. Yesterday and the well, the last two days have been talking about um, outside influence and um, how to find tranquility, stability, and um, and calm in your life, and really focusing on the fact that it's not about disappearing and not interacting with anyone. Um, K Bong says, "I almost think the Daily Stoic should be in a hardcover for me. That's why I bought it in hardcover, man." Like I, I read the reviews. I read the people that um, that that took took the time to read it every day, and they said they ordered the hardcover within a year because uh, they just beat their book up. So that's why I went with it. That's why I went with it. Um, <laughs> and so, so I uh, they've been talking about. You know, you you think about a Zen monk and you picture him like on a mountaintop or out in a green field meditating, tranquil, um, and just and and just calm. But they they say that the stoic is the antithesis of that. The stoic is someone that is in the mix. He's in the marketplace. He's in interacting with people. And um, the way they achieve their, their stability is filtering out things they can control and things they can't. Using reason to, to uh, address the things that they can control and not worrying about the things they can't. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been to enough 12-step program meetings. I know the serenity prayer. <laughs> I know the serenity prayer. I've heard it. You've all heard it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever participated in it. If you have, uh, uh, congratulations. If you haven't, then 
Um, man, I, I, I think you've heard it. Uh, but it all talks about circle of influence, circle control. And it circles right back to uh, circles right back. It, it, it all it all ties in. It all ties in with uh, stoicism, too, because that's what they're saying. It's really understand what you can control and what you can't. And the stuff that you can't control, it is what it is. It is what it is. Don't let it don't let it be the turbulence in your life. Um, really just focus on the things you can and really use your reason to understand them and 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 come about how you react to them. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting how much it's tied in and and overlapping worlds. Corey and I, I um, watched a movie last night checking out our chairs again we had pizza night it was pizza night last night we watched a movie last night and it, it um it was about addiction i don't know um good person good person i think it was called um not quite sure but it was about uh, it had morgan freeman and some other chick that looked familiar that i don't know actors or actresses but i know morgan freeman uh basically girl killed sister-in-law and brother-in-law in a car accident and became a pill uh, addicted to oxy morgan freeman was an old-time alcoholic and uh it was an interesting story it was pretty decent it um it was i mean it was what it was but going through the movie and a lot of 12-step programs a lot of addiction stuff really um it really lined up with the passage in the daily stoic it was pretty crazy it was pretty crazy um so yeah, if you want to pick up the Daily Stoic, I'm going uh, the the date. Every page is dated uh, all year round. So if you want to uh, pick it up and start on the start on the twelfth or whenever you get the book, go ahead, and I'd be happy. I'd be happy to talk to you about it, not on the show, but I think it's going to probably poke its head in. Probably not every day, but um, definitely, definitely uh, a couple times a week. I'm sure there'll be poignant facts that I'm taking away from this because. I'm enjoying it, and uh, it's 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 all making sense so far. Um, Chris Dixon says I have a far side calendar as my daily stoic. I mean, far side is uh, is fantastic. Um, link is in the description. Uh, yeah, Pip says links in the description. It is Amazon link for the daily stoic is in the description. Um, Pip says a coworker will tell him, uh, wash traffic was bad. Traffic was bad. And, um, Pip just asked them if they crashed, <laughs> you made it right. You made it. <laughs> um, I can't, um, I'm gone. I'm gone. Am I here? <laughs> or are you talking about the, the YouTube guy that uh, Hank and Laundry guy was talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm gone. Maybe I'm gone. It wouldn't surprise me. There's definitely a uh, definitely a storm rolling over. Rolling over. Uh, what else do I got on the list here for the last couple of minutes? Um, guys, I got an Amazon bonus goal. Uh, January, February, and March. I, I qualified for... Um, some bonuses through Amazon. They're not incredible by any means. It's like, like 40, 
40, 60, or a hundred dollars, depending on what, uh, what shipped level I meet. So yeah, big money guys, big money, but it all counts. It all goes in the pile. Uh, so if you guys could remember to use, use the Amazon links, the, the affiliate link after the show, I will, uh, I'll spread it around. Brian, uh, Brian Norton mentioned it yesterday that I should probably just put that general homepage Amazon link out in the morning after the show when I'm spreading around my uh, my link to listen, uh, just drop a uh, drop a Amazon link after that and remind people to use it because I forget too. I uh, I'm not uh, faulting anybody that doesn't use a link. I forget all the time too. But uh, if my shipped item revenue hits certain levels, which is is totally achievable, I get a little bonus. So that would be cool. So if you could remember for the for the rest of the first quarter, you know it's only a couple of months. <laughs> And that'll probably happen again. Uh, but if you can remember, if you're shopping on Amazon, too, it uh, it can go a lot further now than just the little commission that I earn. That doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, we stack up all those sales and then, they, uh, then they'll get me a bonus too. So I would appreciate it. Um, beyond that, beyond that, let's see what else. We're getting close here. Um, Ooh, doo, doo, doo. weekend weekend plans um weekend plans i'm gonna be doing a lot more videos um trying um k-bonk did you order a coffee grinder i did see a coffee grinder yesterday i know we were talking about that in the morning i do appreciate that um this weekend i'm gonna be making more videos for um Hold on one second. Hunter has a question. The affiliate link that I click on to get to Amazon and don't order whatever it is and buy HelloFresh or whatever, is that count towards it? Yes. Is HelloFresh on Amazon? Is that the is that what that is? And by the way, I have all sorts of uh all sorts of bounty uh bounty bonuses for signing up for all that stuff like Audible uh hello fresh yeah i think hello fresh is one of them uh wedding registry baby registry all that stuff if you know anybody that's signing up for shit on amazon i can get them a link and uh they just throw me uh cash um not cash but like uh five bucks per sign up kind of shit like that when people sign up for trials and stuff so yes uh it is a daily i think it's a 24 hour tracking right now hunter if you start, uh, Jim asked, how long do the Amazon cookies last? I think it's 24 hours at this point. I would have to check. I'm pretty sure it's 24 hours. But yes, any item, uh, once you once you funnel in through uh, affiliate link, um, it it starts. It, uh, it starts the clock. So yes, yes. Uh, this weekend, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit some more videos on Amazon um, Amazon uh, influencers program. I've made a bunch. Uh, got chainsaw and chain video up yesterday, and then I'm trying something new too. Uh, just throwing it in the mix to see how it goes. But I'm gonna try uh, some vertical videos, some shorts, uh, some short style, um, <laughs> some short style videos maybe some with just music and text and no talking i think it's uh i think it's a it's a a, a hit and miss game i also need to finish up and get uh, my week one report posted uh before week two is over on sunday 
So I got a few days to get that done and uh, get it posted. And I got some, some, hopefully some big, some big announcements coming up with that too. I'm, I'm reaching out to, uh, to one or possibly more people in that space to do, uh, do some interviews for that little series of, uh, of videos. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Good morning, John Palmer. Thanks for joining in. Um, better late than never. It's almost over, but I appreciate you stopping in. Hey guys, if you could hit that like while, uh, while we're wrapping up here, just scroll down a little bit, hit that like, that thumbs up, and uh, I would appreciate that. Kbong said, did Pickle Pete go back to bed? I'm thinking Pickle Pete got up, celebrated 420, and might have faded away a little bit. Um, tomorrow, Corey and I think are going to go on the hike. Chris Dixon, have a great day. Take off, and I appreciate it. And stay warm, my man. Stay warm. We'll see you on Monday. Corey and I are going to go take a hike tomorrow before the temperature drops off. We're going to get some more videos out and uh, get that first first video um first video released for my series on Amazon influencer program. So it's going to be a busy weekend along with getting ready to, um, along with getting ready to, <laughs> uh, hit this cold streak guys. Hey, it's Friday. It's been over an hour. I got to, um, I got to wrap it up and get out of here so we can get the dogs walked and, uh, get on with our day. I appreciate everybody hanging out. Pip, go get that salad. Pipco Pete is still hanging around. Good. <laughs> hey, be all you can be, guys, this weekend. Um, it is what it is. Everybody stay warm. I appreciate you hanging out. If you uh, if you enjoyed the show and you would like to participate in the live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post. You can find links to all my social media services. I offer recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like podversefountain.fm or now uploading to Wave Lake. Uh, check it out over on <laughs> Wave Lake. <laughs> Make it a great day, guys. It looks like I got to update my my closing passage that I read every day because I keep messing it up. So uh, should put that on the to-do list for this weekend. Enjoy. Um, hey, K uh, Pickle Pete, K-Bonk wants a coffee sampler. <laughs> Take care of that. <laughs> Hey guys, have an awesome weekend. Enjoy it. Stay warm if it's going to be cold where you are. Stay cool if it's going to be uh stay warm if it's going to be cold where you are. Stay warm if it's going to be cool where you are. I don't know. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weather. We'll catch up with you on Monday.